Hello, hello, and welcome to Maybe I'll Stay Home. I'm your host, Stacey McGonigal. Guys, I'm recording in my kitchen. Why is that, you may ask? Well, I am moving. That is not the first time you will hear that this podcast. I am moving back to Toronto. Brendan has an amazing opportunity that we just could not pass up. He'll be writing and producing for the upcoming uh, Sports Center on TSN. Um, So we are packing up our things and moving back to Toronto. We have done this move twice before. I, uh, I assume we will at some point do this again. We have become masters at it. And so the last week has been a little crazy getting everything together and it will continue to be. So I want to thank everyone for being so um, patient with the schedule kind of being a little topsy-turvy. But we will be back to normal in the next two weeks. In the interim, um, we're going to do some podcasts while we are... uh, while we were on the road, we were driving back to Canada, friends. We were driving back with the two dogs. We were shoving everything in a U-Haul pod, kissing it goodbye, and keeping our fingers and toes crossed that nothing breaks as it travels back to Canada. Um, and we are taking the dogs, and we are driving. And that is scary in that and that's scary. I guess that's the wrong term. A little nerve wracking. I mean, 11 hours in a car at a time is um, a nightmare, a true nightmare with two dogs who hate being in the car who just will pant the whole time. But luckily, we have podcasts and I love to talk. So I'm sure everyone will be rather entertained. I hope. While we're traveling, um, I wanted to try and get some content up on the site. Um, so we, uh, Brendan and I decided to do um, a recap of uh, each day of travel. We leave on Saturday morning. So as of Saturday night, we will come in, podcast about our day, just a short little tale, and then uh, I will upload it. Um, if you have signed up to my Patreon, you'll get that first uh, thing as it is uploaded. This is Brendan just moving around in the background? He knows I'm recording. I totally forgot that you were doing that. Yeah, Brendan forgot I was recording. This is how much I talk in my home. But uh, if you sign up to my Patreon, um, you can gain early access to the podcast. You'll get them the second that they're uploaded. Um, for the regular subscribers and viewers, you will get it the next day. Um, regardless, it'll be uh, quite the situation, I am sure. And we're stopping off in Chicago, which will be great. If you have any Chicago suggestions, please let me know. Um, Brendan's sister lives there, so I assume she will have things planned, and I'm hoping she's listening to this so that she knows my expectations before we even get there. Uh, but this uh, this podcast is just Brendan and I kind of chatting. We talk about the move. We oddly get a little political, which is interesting, um, as I was never really invested in politics until uh, the last few years. And uh, let me tell you, it's a real hoot in that it's uh, a hoot as in um, a sad time for all. Uh, but uh, And we uh, talk about a whole mishmash of things. That's sort of the general vibe of this convo. And I'm sure will be the vibe of the next week convos uh, that are to come. I hope that makes sense. Listening back, I'm sure it will not. Um, but yeah, so uh, get your snack ready. Get your dogs ready to go for a walk or get your house ready to clean. Those are the three things I do when I listen to podcasts. Um, And uh, this is my conversation with Brendan Halloran. Enjoy, guys.
All right, so I'm recording now. Great, the third time. The third time because the first time Burger was drinking all of the water um, in the background and he's staring at us. And, um, and the second time because you were too close to the mic and I wasn't having it. No, you weren't. Being very picky about where about mic placement. Yes, I'm very picky about mic placement because it's annoying in the edit to fix that if you're well, not up on the mic. It's, it's all fine for me because I'm not fixing anything. Well, guys, uh, we are joined this week and I think for the rest of the week be with Brendan Halloran. I'm going to be the only guest for the month of August. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. No, yes, no, no, no. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> No, uh, we have Brendan. Uh, Brendan will be my co-host for the week because we are drumroll moving. No drumroll, but the answer is. Well, there. I didn't want to hit the table or anything because of the mic placement. And the we mic all placement. Know that, it's that very you important. You have you know thoughts and opinions about that. Strong, strong, thoughts. strong to very strong. Yeah. Um, but we are moving this week. Yes, we're moving from Los Angeles back to Toronto. I am pursuing a work opportunity. Oh my God, that sounds so professional. Well, it is a professional opportunity. It's a job. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You're going to be writing? I'm going to be writing and producing the uh, a relaunch of SportsCenter in Canada. On TSN. On TSN. Which is a great show with Jay and Dan, uh, Jay on right and Dan O'Toole. Yes, it's going to be silly and dumb, and uh, but uh, still a sports show. A yeah. sports show that's funny. And with that, we have to move. Yes. Um, you know, so that means we have to pack up all of our things, which we have done how many times now? Twice? Uh, yeah, we've moved back and forth quite a bit. We moved here, and then we, we half moved back, and then we fully moved back, and then we instantly turned around and came back here. Instantly came back, and now we're going back again. Uh, so we're sort of old pros at this, and yeah. we know what is ahead. So I thought, you know what, I'm not going to try and, like, you know fight fight the move because it's so chaotic i i thought we would just kind of chat through it for the week yeah sure we'll lean in we'll we'll keep you up to date on our progress what's happening our moods how we're feeling honestly it's been pretty low stress so far but we haven't which is had concerning we haven't had the big move yeah we haven't had the, the big pack day no which sucks. Yes. And I'm really avoiding it at all costs. Yeah, I know you are. I know you want to drag your feet on it a little bit. I'm and dragging. I'm more of a like a let, like let's get it done and over yeah. with. Type I'm dragging. Person. I'm dragging the feet and I think it's only um, fair that Postmates just messaged us to say, "Hey, free drink delivery today." Yes. It's like they knew. It's National Tequila Day, apparently. So said the Postmate promo email that I received. Right. So it's like free drinks. I, I may consider that, although there's a 7-Eleven near our house, and I'm sure it's much cheaper. So today we have Brendan. We're going to talk about the move, the news, things that we want to talk about, because we sort of took last week off. Mm-hmm. But you had your first episode release yes, of Live From Your Pocket. Live How did it feel? Pocket. It felt great. It felt amazing. It felt probably like the best podcast that's ever been recorded. You're being sarcastic. No, I'm not being sarcastic. I'm just saying it felt good. I don't know. What are do you, you, you want to get? Are you going to stop talking over me? No. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that people will get more of this podcast? Or uh, was it a one and done? No, no. People will get more. The people will get more. Uh, this is, as we've already touched on, though, a, a somewhat chaotic time. Trying yeah. to get a couple other things done. And... Um, Really, it's uh, it'll ramp back up when uh, w- once we're a little more settled. I'm hoping next week. Um, I, w- I would think the week after. Okay, well, you heard it here first. Next week. Um, the thing about the move. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How do you think it's going so far? Oh god. <laughs> 
<laughs> how do you think that's going? Oh, yeah, how do you think that podcast is going? How do you think this podcast is going? We should explain to the people listening to this that we are uh, about to start driving home, too. It's not like pack up, this see you when no we get there. This is no ordinary move. No. This is a, uh, we have to shove all of our things into a, uh, a U-Haul box. Which, I mean, that, we've done it once, and I mean, I was nervous for the entire month that it took for us to get our stuff. Yeah. Petrified. Yeah, petrified. Because yeah. you get, you get, first you got to make sure that it's going to get over the border okay. It's going to pass through customs. Oh, couldn't fine. be more scared of the border. Uh, yeah. Let you, it be known. And you don't even have to go with your box, too. They just, for the most part, if they want to cut your lock and look at it, then they'll look at it. And then sure, and we have nothing nice. No, nothing. Have a look. Have a look. It's, it, uh, my life is an open book. Look at all my crappy furniture. <laughs> you want to see... M- These are my books <laughs> I carry around. <laughs> you want to see mix, mix-matched socks and like tanned bras? Have at it, my friends. Yeah, have at it. Listen, these are the same crappy pans we've been carrying around for forever. Yeah, you, you're going to call me you know, to your office to talk about my seven-year-old Ektorp? Yeah, I can't, I, I can't take this with me. It's essentially garbage. We have garbage things. Yeah, we're essentially just transporting garbage. But I guess we could talk about the idea of like restarting. Not like we're restarting. I mean, I, I really do foresee another move back. In the near future again. Potentially. Potentially. Someone got to get a job, though. Yeah. If I find, you know, million dollar mountain, then listen, I got to go there. Yeah, of course. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't go to million dollar mountain? <laughs> but um, but this is like an opportunity for us to like look at our things and go like, do I need these things? Are these things nice? You know, it's like that book, like the decluttering book. What is it? Something tidying, throw the, your the shit in the garbage. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, I don't know. We threw the book. <laughs> no. We did. We did throw the book. No, we donated the book. Yeah, because um, uh, we we don't have time for that. But the one thing apparently in the book that is the takeaway is like if something brings you joy, then you keep it. If it doesn't, you get rid of it. Yes. But here's the problem. Everything brings us joy. No, nothing brings me joy. But um, yes, you're dead inside. Okay. No, I'm not dead inside. No, but like we have a brown Ektorp couch, and just the sight of it makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Now, do I have money to make my my life joyful at this moment? No, no, absolutely not. And so that's why you got to carry that thing around. That. The book isn't like, hey, are you on a budget, girl? Yeah, <laughs> it's like you just got to throw it out. Yeah, absolutely. Like I have a dress that I have had no reason to wear, but the person who gave it to me. It was like brand new. It was like, it's almost $400, the yeah. dress. And you got it um, years ago, like three to four years yeah, ago. But when am I going to wear an orange mesh dress? Never. Never. The only time I was going to is when we had that award show and I had gained a couple LBs and I had a mini meltdown in the bathroom. Listen, I don't look forward to any of those events when you're about to yeah. try on an old dress or something. You get scared when I try on an old dress. Yeah. Luckily, they've still been fitting, although I know I'm not as thin. Like, I look at photos of myself when I was younger, and I'm like, I didn't appreciate what I had. And I'm sure, like, six months from now, I'll look at a photo of myself now and go, I didn't appreciate what I had. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you do. You just yeah. punish yourself in the moment. So the second that you don't feel good in that dress, I'm just like, oh, God, she's just going to fucking beat herself up for for the whole next five days. Oh, easily five days. Yeah. But it's gonna be you're going to be talking to me about it at the event. Yes. Uh, whispering to me about about the dress at sure. the event. Have the done. next day, you'll be like, "Oh my god, last night, whatever." Yeah, you'll still be feeling it a couple days later. Yeah, remember that wedding we went to, and I bought that red dress, but then it was I'll never forget. Yeah, then it was like ripped, so I had to go return it for the uh, the same size, mm-hmm. but it was uh, manufactured. It was like a what, what do you call that? Manufacturer's a defect. defect. Yeah, so it was like much smaller. 
then the the original one I tried on, too tight, split in the back, held together late for a wedding. My mm-hmm. God, it was. I still think about it and get sweats. Every time we have to go to a wedding, I get nervous for you. Thanks. Putting stuff on. Oh yeah, and as you should. Yeah, because it's just it's a real process, and there's always the threat that we are not going to make it. Oh sure. Because you like to be super early. To yeah, things. I don't like to live my life that way. Like I don't like to to be you know just because we have an extra two minutes doesn't mean we should wait two more minutes. If anyone's wondering what marriage is like, I want to reaffirm uh, that we started talking about a brown couch, and now we're talking about you're always late. Yeah, and you're always, always late. Early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your all, insecurities are driving me nuts. All the conversations we will have in that car. Oh, absolutely. And you guys can tune in because you're going to get a podcast every day. Yeah. Do you think that's too much? Um, we'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll see if there are going to be four of them or if there's going to be one. If there's going to be one. I hope there's four. I think it'll be a nice like look back, although I'll probably never listen to it. Yeah, why would you? You don't listen to your own podcast? Who Sometimes would do that? I do. Really? Yeah. Because hmm. you forget what you talk about. You do. Oh, certainly. You don't. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, thoughts are just like, they just fly in and out for you. Oh, yes. You're on to the next thing before you even finish this. Oh, certainly. Whereas I have to dwell on something for way too long and then say it maybe later. Right. That's why your podcast is great. That's why you're talking about politics and news and the things that are going on in the world. Well, or at least one, and we talked about a Han Solo movie. But yes, in future episodes, we will be talking more about things that are going on in the world. Uh, can I give a suggestion for a future topic? I'm sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> I would really like to discuss um, Sean Spicer stealing a mini fridge. Yeah, I'd have to read about that story. There's not a lot of meat on the bone on that, though. Listen, there's no meat on the bone, but this is... The thing is, it's like Spicer. As you know, I had uh, my Instagram Spicer morning. It's now, you know, gone. Um, but uh, for Spicer, I, I understand and relate to him after I read that story. Like he's, well, what's the story? You should well, recount like he it for stole, people who don't okay, know. Okay, the story is that he like, stole... We'll just talk about it right now. We don't need to wait for my podcast. Right, so he stole a mini fridge from like the aides at the White House. So White House aides, staffers at the White House. Staffers at the White House said that like he took a fridge after like he... Out of their office. Because he couldn't get one or he, he wanted one. I don't think it's when he left. First, when I read it, I was like, when he left, he took the mini fridge, which yeah. I... Like, applauded him for that. That would, I thought, be, that would be amazing. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't like Sean Spicer. I don't really, I mean, I've struggled to comprehend uh, the Republican viewpoint, like, how Republicans, what they stand for. I'm open to the discussion, certainly, but, mm-hmm. like, I would say in this administration, it's, like, really difficult to be like, I don't understand, you know, where you're coming from. Absolutely. And I feel like over time, though, the, uh, the, and this has nothing to do with Melissa McCarthy per se, but it's no. like the character of uh, Sean Spicer has changed where when he first came out and was was going on about the uh, inauguration numbers and was yes. like screaming at the press, it was actually kind of a scary thing that happened because you're like, oh, this is what it's going to be. Yeah. And and what's going to happen because there was because people were just so baffled that there wasn't really a pushback to him right there. It was it seemed like it was going to be very confrontational, yeah. very authoritative. And then as he went on and was and and the reporters started, you know, getting their sea legs per se in yeah. this new type of dynamic, he essentially became this like 
loser character. And yeah. then towards the end, people started feeling bad for him, even though he is willingly putting himself in the situation where he has to lie. So it's like, yeah, sure, I feel bad that he has to go out there and, and make, you know, something great out of the Trump shit sandwich that he's being given every single day right. but he put himself in that situation sure but i mean i mean here's the thing i i mean i do not want to find myself in a position where i'm defending sean spicer certainly not but it's like also um i think many people would take on that position and uh within that party and i think probably what happened was he just kind of got in over his head really quickly is what well, I think. Well, I think it's impossible to keep up. It's like standing, just trying to swim while standing in a waterfall or sure, something. Sure, but like also with this Trump presidency, it's like everyone involved down to like, you know, journalists on both sides of the fence, on Fox, CNN, MSNBC, whatever your poison is, all of them are kind of baffled at like what they're dealing with. All Republicans, all, you know, the senators and, you know, the judiciary, judiciary committees and all that stuff are kind of looking around going like, this has never happened before. We've never really had to like deal with this, mm -hmm. you know? So I feel like this is a, this is a circumstance that no one was prepared for. And it's like, it's really interesting to see how people have reacted to it. And it, I think a few years from now, we'll look back and go like, oh yeah, Sean Spicer had basically had a very like human reaction. Mm -hmm to his current job position. Like if you were just thrust out there and like your first day, it's like, you have to tell him it was the biggest crowd size. Blah, blah, blah. Like he just kind of was like, this is what it was. Well, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Am I making sense when I say that? Absolutely. And, and the concerning thing I would say before I, and then I'll stop talking because I've been talking a lot. What's concerning to me the most is how easy it is for Sarah Huckabee Sanders to get up there with a stone cold face and just lie. At least you saw the struggle with Sean Spicer. You saw that moral and ethical dilemma, I think a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I think that she feels like she's in a position where she potentially knows more. And like going back to the K the, to the, the confusion thing, everyone being confused by it. To his credit, Donald Trump has essentially done what he said he was going to do. He was going to go in there and he was going to shake things up. But he hasn't done anything. He, he hasn't, hasn't signed a law. No, or... That's not what I'm saying. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that he did say he was going to go in there and blow it up. And he has essentially come in here and blown it up. I just don't think people are as comfortable with the chaos now as he is and now looking right. back at it. But when, he, when we say that he blew it up, he blew himself up. I mean, he's, a, he's an absolute joke. To us, yeah, but I would I would strongly say that there are a lot of people who who are still thinking that he is doing exactly what they but wanted. But that approval him to go rating is so low. In some places, it is. In seventeen states, it's over fifty percent, though. Like it's there's just there, right. There's it's important to as much as I fully agree and think that there's like right. There is other parts of the country that don't believe that way, and I happen to live in liberal bubbles constantly. Oh, we we both we both do because we live together in those bubbles. But I mean, it's just like it's kind of crazy to me. But um, but it was interesting. Like the fall of Sean Spicer, I think, is like, I mean. I mean, I just imagine this poor guy because it was interesting like to see like journalists. And again, I don't know enough. So I'm really making some bold statements here. But like a lot of the journalists uh, that know Sean Spicer that have been on CNN, which we, we watch a lot. Obviously, we know that that's pretty slanted, too. But like them going like, this isn't the guy we know. Like even the Republicans are going, we don't this is a new Sean Spicer. We don't know this kind of guy. And it's like, I guess he you know, he's done like a full 
180. I'm sure there's a siege mentality when you're in it. Like, yeah. y- you know, I don't think that we can fully appreciate what it's like to be in it because yeah. we're not in it. Like, when think about anything, that you, any job that you've had, um, essentially you're in it too much and things that, you know, you do things or say things or things bother you that shouldn't. And then when you step back and you look back at it like a year from now, you're like, why was I so crazy about this one thing? Why did I right. care so much about this one thing? Why did I uh, push back so hard against these things that but I didn't th- actually care about? So this is why I find the story about him stealing this mini fridge so interesting to me because I feel like it was like a sign of him eating so much shit. That he was like, forget it. I'm My laquas laquoise are going to be ice cold. cold. Ice cold. Yeah. Yeah, just like taking back. I feel like he was just a punching bag. I'm out there eating shit every, every single day. day every steal. single day. And I'm, I'm, uh, I want a cold drink. Yeah. My, I mean, di- can, my Diet Coke will be cold. Can you imagine him in his hotel room the day Donald Trump made it so he could not meet the Pope? Denied him access to meeting the Pope. Yeah. Who's like, he's a staunch Catholic man. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was a dream. Dream to meet the Pope. Dream to meet the Pope. It's so easy to make that dream and, come true. And Trump was just being a total asshole and was like, no. Yeah. Donald Trump, who's like not even remotely religious. No, certainly not. J- n- turned Republican and was, and then God bless us all. Yeah. Denies him. Can you imagine this? just the sheer rage on Sean Spicer's face mm-hmm. in his hotel room? Probably drinking a Heineken and... Shooting back at Jameson. Yeah, smoking a dart. (laughs) Smoking a dart for sure. Yeah. Just like crying to his wife. Mm -hmm. Definitely. God, it's so sad. And the fact that they've brought it up on a couple newscasts and not just on CNN, I've seen it on MSNBC too. Them being like, can you believe he denied? Like everyone's like, oh, come on. It's just so, it's so simple to grant such a simple pleasure to a guy who's who's essentially, uh, you know, taking it for you every single day. And that's the problem, I think, with this presidency in general. It's like, I think that that's a great sentiment of what it is. It is denying everyone simple pleasures. Yes. Like, Trump, like, gets off on that. Yes. And I would say it's it's the this administration, or, or Trump itself, is more uh, interested in the idea of destroying anything Obama did than uh, then... Than, actually doing new things. Yeah, and that's what's crazy. It's like, he is an absolute monster. A dumb, like, I mean, here, here, I was just about to insult him, right? It's like, it doesn't even, it's such a waste of breath to even insult him. But like, I mean, it's such a cheap shot because we all know that he's this dumb idiot. But he truly cares about nobody. He doesn't care about his sons. He doesn't care about his wife. He doesn't care about anything. He has his own lawyer. Mm -hmm. And his own lawyer's message is like, Donald Trump didn't do anything. Like when push comes to shove, he will sell them all out. Definitely. Um, and he like he doesn't care about Americans. He doesn't care if you have a job. I don't understand his reasoning for wanting coal miners bring, bringing coal back, which is crazy. He essentially has an old school view of America and when, and like a 1950s yeah. view of America, where it's like he doesn't. He might care that you have a job, but he doesn't care if that job's good or not. Like, because he wants people to have to go work in coal mines, which is some of the most dangerous uh, yeah. health affecting work that there is. Absolutely. And really, all he's interested in doing is taking is, is anything that Obama did. He's interested in dismantling that, and it all goes back to Obama making fun of him at that White House correspondence dinner and dropping huge burns on him. And he's vindictive. And then that's when the birther thing started, and he was going to find the birth mm-hmm. certificate. 
he's been just been obsessed with Barack Obama for so long, and now he's going in there. And I swear, I swear to God, if Obamacare was called anything else, he wouldn't care. Healthcare would not be the number one thing that they're, tra- they're trying to do. It's because it's called Obamacare, and he wants to go around saying Obama is a disaster. This has been a disaster. Obama is failing because he does. He just throws the care part on at the end, right? But what he's really saying is Obama was a disaster. Obama is failing. Obama is the reason everything is is, right. is terrible. Obama is the reason you don't have money. And that's what he wants to do. This podcast really took an interesting turn. We have this shitty brown couch, right? <laughs> Anyways. Can we talk about John Spicer? Can we, can we talk about moving here for a sec? No, it's, it's been really interesting, though. I mean, I mean, I guess we could just lean into a full political podcast if we wanted. Yeah, we could. Check us out, Pod Save America. Those guys. Check it. Check it. One, two. It's actually a great podcast. I really, I really do enjoy it. Check it one two. Yeah, I really like that one as well. Oh my god, I would love to have a podcast called Check It One Two. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just you telling people to check things. Hey, check it. Check it. Check that. All right. Number one, check it. Number two, check it. Here's the thing that I really love. Um, I and when I say love about I, me, thank you. Yes, there's many things, but the the one thing I find so interesting about this current uh, admin is all the characters that have kind of come out. Like, it's almost laughable. We were watching yesterday, uh, what is it, Scaramucci? Scaramucci? Tony Scamouche. Scamucci. Scaramucci. Scaramucci, certainly Anthony he is. Scaramucci. Talk to Jake Tapper, who you know I love. A deep, just deep love for yeah, him. Yeah, I get it. Um, just, just stunning, man. Mm. And, um, and he was baffled baffled mm-hmm. like we were watching someone be just flabbergasted yeah at what someone was saying yeah because you know my boy tony scamooch scamooch is um uh he's a talker he's like he's essentially kellyanne conway he'll just he he, he where is she at that's he, the question uh, she's still she's still kicking around yeah, yeah he, he runs on batteries he doesn't stop he you just plug him in he's like a teddy ruxman you pull the thing and he won't stop talking but the thing is it's like he's talking about donald trump dunking baskets throwing footballs it's uh, like no man he eats taco bowls and he gets tanned. Yeah. That's all he does. Yeah, I saw someone tweet that he was talking about Donald Trump like he was in that Bill Brasky sketch. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, just like overly complimentary about like all this ridiculous stuff. Like, ah, he punched a shark. It's unbelievable to me that that's where it's at. That that is like a normal, like there's so much happening in a day. Like when Sean Spicer resigned... First of all, if you guys can hear snoring like like an old man who just ate too much cheese, that's burger on our kitchen floor. We are moving, so our office is a disaster. So we're in the kitchen. The whole house is a disaster. The whole house is a disaster, much like this administration. Oh, wow. wow. Look at that transition. You did it. No, but it is, it is crazy to me. Like when he was let go, that that wasn't even like the thing covered that day. I had to wait till like the end of the day to hear about Sean Spicer. Well, yeah, we were already like so many things had like already piled on, like sessions, interactions with the Russians, and Um, also that's which is arguably a much bigger deal. Very arguably, the departure of the of Sean Spicer. Like everyone knows who he is now, right? But like any other administration, you know the yeah the um, the press secretary essentially leaves or whatever. That's a high burnout position, anyways. It's not essentially news that they're out. Take your fridge and go. Yeah. 
But here's the thing that bothered me is he like left and then further insulted Melissa McCarthy saying she crossed the line. It's like, in what way? She chewed gum. She mm-hmm. yelled at people. And then the reporters asked if she was okay. If, yeah. If anything, it made, it, it made him look more likable. Yeah. Go write a book now and thank her, mm-hmm. you piece of shit. Oh, wow. That's how I feel about it. People who can't take a joke. Like Donald Trump cannot take a joke. What is that family like? Um, Imagine them at a dinner. You'd want to like you'd want to leave instantly. No, oh, well, yeah. This is before. Imagine you not president, and you just have to go to Trump Tower and like talk to Donald Trump. You'd be like, I need to get the hell out of here. This is like psycho. No, you'd probably be soaking it in and going like, I'm going to tell this story for forever. Right. That's what you'd actually be doing. Going like, I got to remember every detail of this because this is crazy. That's what uh, that that what's that Bush guy Billy Bush thought. Yep. Oh, what a funny story. Oh, yeah. wait, my career's oh, my ruined. God. Oh, my God. I'm just going to laugh at Trump's story here, and then I'm going to tell him. I mean, listen, Billy Bush is a total nightmare. Let's just get that out. Let's just get that out there. What are your sources on that? Um, just like seeing him, hearing him. But man, his career, like, it's crazy. It's done. He's done. It's unfair, too. It's so unfair. Billy Bush couldn't talk about celebrities on TV anymore, but the person who said the most about it got to be the president. The one who talked about assaulting women? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Billy Bush and nervously Billy Bush is just laughed. sitting there nervously laughing and like, and sure, okay, let's not even give him the benefit of the doubt. He's just sitting there laughing at the thing. Laughing, yeah. And then now all of a sudden he can't tell you about, uh, you know, some celebrity's baby bump. Yeah. But uh, Donald Trump gets to be president of the United States of America. It's insanity. Yeah. And they're like, well, you know, Billy Bush is really bad and we should punish him and we should not put him on TV anymore. And they put a Trump on TV every day. Every he's, day. He's constantly on TV. Yeah. He's the only thing on TV, I'd argue. It's, uh, yeah. I saw an interview with Billy Bush and he just looked so defeated. Much like our brown Ektorp Ikea couch. Yeah, it's really defeated. <laughs> it's really beat up. It's really sorry. It's so sorry, you guys. It's so sorry, you guys. I was teaching, uh, when I was teaching those kids improv last week, uh, they found out I was Canadian and they're like, can you say sorry the wrong way? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry there, bud. Sorry there, bud. Oh, yeah, there, bud. Oh, yeah. That's what we're going to go back to is like Justin Trudeau being like, you know. Sorry. Sorry, you guys. Just trying to have a good time. Everyone just be cool. Yeah. Except he's a bit of a nightmare, too. Go back to our boring scandals like uh, election reform and... uh, Well, Justin Trudeau's kind of lied a whole bunch and... I know, but it's just... it's. I'm not saying that he hasn't. I'm saying that it's boring. It's it's less interesting, certainly. What... And again, I want to... It's interesting that we're talking about this because you have known me for many years and I have not been... No, but you know what I mean? Like, I have not been very politically invested and I think I've really you know, jumped on the bandwagon here. But I, I make an active, you know, effort every day to like find out what's going on. You do. Because I'm terrified if I take one day off, it'll be too much and I, and I simply won't get it. That's what happened in Canada. I just felt like I missed too much. I, I didn't listen in like what is, how does the parliament work day? Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's just simply too much and I can't catch up. Well, this is the easiest time to... Um uh, know what's going on. Sure, and if you're a fan of like reality television and that's sort of your jam, which I mean, that's what I grew up watching, mm-hmm. and like soap operas. Well, I mean, this is the it. best way to understand you it. You get used to it too, because there's kind of a there's uh, there's always a new bombshell that's about to hit, and it's going to blow up the whole narrative that you have in the first place, right? And it's it's just more difficult to keep up with, um, you know, politics and uh, healthcare and all of these things on a daily basis when really they're not being reported on as much because they are not sexy stories yes 
They're not. No. Uh, these are, you're listening to two Canadians who tried to set up their American health care. Let me tell you, that was not a sexy story. No, of course a not. A lot of sweat, a lot of tears, well, a lot they of wouldn't, papers. They wouldn't cover us trying to set, feebly set up health care uh, on the news. I either. think we could sell that to FX as a, a cable drama. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a horror, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Just like, well, we, this is the deadline to uh, Kaiser enroll, Permanente? <laughs> enroll in Obamacare. So I guess we have to pick a plan or i don't know who do we call who do we talk to it was free before yeah yeah it's uh it's a bit of a pickle certainly Uh, but it's a bit of a tricky pickle it's a bit of a tricky pickle uh there's no doubt about that um but the interesting thing to me too is like how many times can the people in the trump campaign who are involved in it meet with the russians and say it was a nothing burger which is the dumbest lamest term I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's a pretty, nothing it's, burger. It's pretty lame. Absolutely. Yeah. I, there's fewer things that you can say. It's a nothing. Like, what is that? It's what? It's a burger with nothing and on it? And Ryan's, Ryan's made that up, right? Did he? <laughs> I don't a, know. I think a it's garbage been a, name, I think too. I saw something on CNN that was like, actually, the term nothing burger oh has been God. around since the 1950s. And you're just Shut like, who cares? Up. And also, if my name was Ryan's, I'd change it instantly. I'd be like, my name's Ryan. Rince, Rince, Priebus. What a disgusting name! Uh, I made the I made the observation on my podcast that Rince Priebus is essentially a Star Wars name. Oh, easily, and he looks like one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like you His know there was Jin or so Rince Priebus. Like it's just it's it's perfect. It is a perfect Star Wars name. Rince is just literally how do you look at a baby and go Rince? You will be Rince. I can't even say it properly in my mouth. Uh, I I think Rince is short. For something. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hang on, Google it. You, you can Google what Reince is short for. He does have a longer name and it's not better. What a nightmare. Yeah, it's not like Wouldn't his name is it? it's not like his name is Robert and he goes, Call me Reince. What would you change your name to if you were like, Oh, I'm getting into politics and my name is Reince? Uh Jack. Jack. That's just your favorite name. It is my favorite name. Um I think it's a very strong name. And, okay, and let's I, not I feel get like, into that. The no. one lame conversation. I don't care. I'll talk about whatever I want to talk about. Wow, you heard it here, folks. What a tricky pickle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you had the name Jack growing up, you're probably a confident person. If you have the name Jack growing yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Listen, Jack... no one's going to mess up the, the pronunciation of that. No one's going to mess up the spelling your, of that. Which is your issue because... And your issue, too. Because yes. you think people are going to call you Stasi or Stessy or... What's my biggest fear, though? Drakey. <laughs> Drakey. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. I guess we'll switch to names now. Uh, but... Um, we, again, I guess this is related to the move. You were trying to just tell someone at U-Haul your name. And I was in the other room doing work. And for literally 20 minutes, and I'm not even joking, it was truly 20 minutes. Mm. I just hear you screaming your name and spelling it. And then you were like, I wasn't saying A. I was saying E. E as an elephant. Elephant. <laughs> and I, Brendan. And they were like, no, you were saying A. And I said, I know how to spell my own name. It's so stupid. Yeah, there was, they were saying, no, you were saying, saying B-R-A-N-D. I was like, I was not saying that. I would never say that. You, Your name, surprisingly enough, gets misspelled more than I thought humanly possible to the point where my mom still calls you Brennan. Yeah. Like that was on your Christmas presents for like at least two years. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's, and see, so that goes back to my thing about 
if you have a basic name like Jack or something that cannot be screwed up in any way, because the second that your name gets screwed up and you have to correct someone, you're on the defensive. You are. Essentially. Absolutely. My name gets misspelled constantly. Mm -hmm. And then you have to correct someone and then they have to go like, oh, and then they're going to change it. And then you've, you know, if you're Canadian, you have that thing of like, I don't know, you know, well, maybe my name could just be the other way. I rarely see your name spelled right. It's never spelled right. I'm, I'm more shocked if it is spelled right. Right. Uh, to the point where I don't even see it or hear it anymore when people mispronounce it or spell it wrong. It, I only actually notice if it's spelled properly. Yeah, I. me too. My name is, ne- there's never an E, ever. Nope. Um, never, hardly ever spelled right. And uh, I don't like saying my name, as you know. I think mm-hmm. we've talked about this on a previous podcast. Yes, it's one of your fears. Because I say my name to people and they'll say CC. Um, I used to get CC a lot, which is crazy because CC is not a common name. No, so people would go like CC, and I'd be like, no, Stacy. It was just like a really terrifying situation. Say your name right now, Stacy. Stacy, shut up, Stacy. Is that what it sounds like? Ooh, that's unique, Stacy. Is your name Stacy? Is your name Stacy? No, my name's Reince. No, like ew, my name is Reince. Imagine this. this is my boyfriend, Reince. This is my boyfriend, what a Reince nightmare. Priebus. God, and he's such a piece of shit, too. It's like you're battling so much. You also have to be a Republican who's who's standing behind Trump. Thank you for calling Time Warner. My name is Reince Priebus. Uh, can I help you? Yeah, you'd be like, like, what? Uh, Your name is what? Or you'd be like, can I talk to the manager and be like, hi, my name's Reince. I'd be like, great. We're not getting anywhere with you. <laughs> and it's just like you see his face and it's like so googly and gross and like, He's always like, hangers. like I just, all their voices in the Trump administration, their voices are gross. I don't think I've ever heard Steve Bannon talk. How is that melted toad? Is he still, I'm not sure. Is he hiding? He's done, he's done interviews for sure. You can definitely find out how, like what he sounds like. Kushner was a weird thing and we actually heard him today and he's more like, hey guys, I just wanted to tell That's you not that Jared I Kushner at all. Okay. I don't need, I don't need an interlude here. I don't need an interlude. <laughs> Wow, this is nice. really this is really just getting uh, worse and worse here as we go on. <laughs> this is what you could expect from our four day podcast marathon. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm impressed with us that we got so political. Really. Well, we have been getting political, so. Well, we have been. Call your senators. <laughs> Don't know how to do that, but you can you, you figure it out. Well, I can't vote. Yeah, I'm not an American citizen yet. And, uh, but it, when I, when I can, I certainly will. Yes, you definitely will. Yeah. You get a sticker and stuff. It's yeah. fun. And we'll vote in the state of California where it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter because we're going Democrat every time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Democrats win by like, you know, 3 million votes or whatever. And here's the thing. It's like, I like, I really do enjoy Pod Save America. Although those guys are like semi annoying. Um, just cause it's like. It literally is a group of guys. It sounds like it's sitting in a basement laughing at each other's jokes, which reminds mm-hmm. me of like my brother and his friends. And I'd be like, you guys suck. And they're like, yeah, right. <laughs> Good win. And you're like, oh, oh. Um, but that. You don't get a bit of electoral reform. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Like they just kind of giggle and laugh at each other. But I will say it is incredibly informative because I had zero idea what anything meant. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they do, uh, they do frustratingly do it well they do yeah do you listen to it um not i used to listen to when they did when, when that podcast used to be called keeping it 1600 and it was on the ringers network yeah i listened to it and then when they i didn't know that they had moved over but apparently they did 
they split with uh, Bill Simmons and his company because they wanted to become more uh, activist based. Yeah. And he wasn't comfortable with having like an activist thing. He's like, if you want to talk politics, that's cool. But like, so like they kind of wanted to get more involved and have, uh, you know, places where people, I guess, could donate money or more, more causes and stuff. So they yeah. went off and started their own essentially media company. And- I mean, they are just democratic. Like there's no, like you oh, listen 100%. to that podcast. Like if you're listening to this and you're a Republican, that's just really not the place for you to be listening to things. Well, you're telling all the Republicans to not listen to your podcast right now. No, I mean, like, I really doubt there's like Republicans listening to this. You think so? I mean, again, I'm not against Republicans, just everything they stand for. Right. I mean, there's a lot of Republicans, though. There probably are people who are lean Republican who are listening to this sure, right now. Sure, and I hope that they are, and I certainly don't judge them, but there's just a lot of the, the platforms associated with Republicans that I really just don't understand. But I think if you are listening to the content the content that I put out, mm-hmm. I think that you would realize, I think it's pretty obvious where I stand on things. <laughs> What? On many things. Many things. On all issues, per se. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is not limited to politics. No, listen, there's no nuance when it comes to me. Yeah. Even as a kid, I was like, this is just who I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, I knew there was no, like, there's no hiding bending. my freak flag. Yeah. You will not bend. You will not break. No, and my the thing is, my face is, like, it just gives it away. I remember, like, being a young kid and my teacher being like, is there a problem? And I was like, pardon? <laughs> like I thought I was uh, pretending that I was comfortable with this. There is no subtlety. No subtlety. No. I was I was never granted subtlety and how I wish I had a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It would help you out. Oh yeah, I remember in theater school one of my voice teachers who just recently unsubscribed from my my blog. Um he uh <laughs> what? Well, it, it's like you say that self-deprecatingly, but it's 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 more weird that they subscribed in the first place. <laughs> well, that's when I had booked my pilot. And they were like, ooh, this could take off. And then the pilot didn't go. And then I think they just, I was going into their spam files until I wasn't. And then they were like, oh, get away from me. But you didn't start that till much later. You weren't doing, when you were doing the pilot, you weren't doing a newsletter. Oh, I wasn't? No. Oh, interesting. Then I have no idea. No, the pilot was like four years, three and a half years ago. Oh, God, how time flies. (laughs) How the dresses change. Um, but I remember my voice teacher in theater school being like, can you just stop frowning? And I was like, I'm having a good time. And he was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> just my sarcasm really bothered him. Yeah. As, a, as it bothers most people. Well, I didn't think when I was When you start turning sarcastic. it on, I mean, I don't like it. When I turn what on? Your sarcasm and you're like, mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> sure. But you like that Ooh. when I'm like battling for oh, you on okay. the phone. Uh, yeah, for sure. When, it, when I can weaponize it, it's great. <laughs> But when it's directed at me, I don't want any part of that. Well, I'm trying this new thing where I'm trying to be like a good person. So like we'll if see. you're giving it to someone else, I'm like, Phew, glad she's not mad at me right now. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you're I trying this new thing where you're trying to what? Be a good person, like a nice person, understanding, taking time to understand what people are saying and processing it and seeing if I care about it. Yeah, how's that going? I think it's going okay. Great. For me. <laughs> <laughs> it's always going to be going great for you. Yeah. Yeah. What? 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 Guys, you're listening to a real moment here. Yeah. Well, is there anything else we want to say before we end this? Listen, we got to get back to packing. I yes. got I got to write I'm writing the script right now. I got I'm on a deadline. Okay, humble brag. I'm probably going to edit that out. 
Why? I got no time for that. Listen, I am writing for a Netflix kids show right you now. You are, and it's great. Yeah, and the script is due on Wednesday, and I okay, got to finish just, it so that we can get back to packing. That's just too much information. I, I certainly will be doing that. Listen, you got to you gotta throw out what you're doing a little bit more. You got to be... And, I am throwing it out. I'm doing this podcast. I'm doing a site, which I just updated. I just updated the old site. Yeah. I bothered you all well, night we're going to have to night. edit this out because this is a little humble braggy, so... We'll see about that. <laughs> No, but I updated the site. So if you guys uh, like this podcast, um, check out the site too. Let me know what you think. There's going to be new content on there every day. Um, Brendan's podcast will be up in two weeks once we're back and settled and back into the routine. But I'm going to keep podcasting so you will have stuff. And um, if there's topics you guys want us to cover, let me know. Um, Anything else about the website? What do you think of the new design? I think it's great. I think it's easy on the eye. It's easy on the eye. And and smooth on on the keys. It's... Smooth, what is it? Easy on the eyes, smooth, smooth on, on the, the keys. keys. Yeah, so check it out. Let me know what you think. You can message me at the Stacy McGee uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And pe- people can find Brendan at Brendo Halloran, Twitter, Instagram. See, that's another one of my problems is that um, what? my Twitter handle doesn't, it spells my name wrong too because it's B R E N D A N, but I it, but basically because it's I put an O at the end there, people think it's O N. So it's like I'm, I'm You've participating. Messed up I participate, I am participating in my own demise. And that's the name of your uh, memoir. Participating <laughs> in, in my, my own demise, the Brendan Halloran story. I feel like that'd be more your memoir. <laughs> Absolutely. And I will <laughs> steal that openly. Um, guys, uh, we had a good time listening to us. And Brendan, uh, is there anything else you want to say? Wow. Our dog just grumbled so loudly under the table. He's probably like, enough with this. Uh, you guys in these dumb ventures. No, that's it. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.